0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and right over there is Nikki Kinzer.
1: Hello, Pete Wright. Hi, Nikki. Hi, everyone.
0: Uh, How are you?
1: I'm doing great. How about you?
0: Any garage sales this week?
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. But everything's put away now, so that's that's good. (laughs)
0: That's a huge step. Yes. It's got to feel plenty. It took
1: me two weeks, but everything's put away. <laughs> it's finally back to normal. It's That's finally good. back to normal, yes.
0: Uh, it's It's graduation week here as I record this, and well, at least for one of my kids. The first of my kids is finally out of school. I know I'm saying that weeks and weeks late for much of the country, but finally I am joining at least partially the world in summer.
1: Wow. Congratulations.
0: Yours year, are out, right? No, they're no, still they're in still school. in school.
1: They have another week.
0: Oh, dear. Yeah. See, my my oldest one has an, another week, and it's very difficult for her. Very difficult, because her last week is finals, and my son's already celebrating.
1: So how is she dealing with finals? Is she okay?
0: Yeah, she's she's pretty chill. And you know what's very funny? We went through the—and I, I, I've talked about this on the show before—we went through the, the 504 plan— Process right, and and uh, went into school and had the the, met with the the um, counselor and one of her teachers and put all these accommodations together. And she was really desperate for some accommodations and felt like, oh my goodness, like this is going to be fantastic. And since since that meeting, she hasn't used her accommodations a single time. She got so a couple. They were sort of a safety net for her. They were a safety net. And mm-hmm. she, once we got them, and once the teachers now, the teachers ask her before every major exam, would you like to take this in the study in the study center? And she thinks, she says, you know, I I think I'll start here and and um you know talk about if I need a distraction-free environment later. And she's finished every exam since our meeting <laughs> without going to the distraction-free environment. And she comes home and she's so crowd you know what it was though this this is at the same time we had that meeting we went to the doc we did all of her physical stuff and they upped her dosage on the meds she'd been on a dosage of the med that was too low
1: Oh, okay and Mm -hmm. since
0: then and she you know she still is not a big fan of taking you know taking medication uh but she is deeply aware of the impact that it makes wow so you know for me i mean let that be a lesson to just staying on top of dosage if you're frustrated, if you're, you know, if you if you live with medication and are frustrated by your experience with it, absolutely, um, you know, go get get, have a physical, get some blood work, check it out.
1: Well, I had a very interesting conversation with my son about finals. Tell me. He came home and he was just distraught. And I'm like, what's going on? Why are you so stressed out? I can't believe it. I'm like, what? what can't you believe? Our language arts teacher is giving us a final. He's not telling us what the questions are going to be on the final. And he expects us to remember everything. <laughs> 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 and I looked at him and I'm like, well, what do you think a final is? <laughs> It's just like he was just beside himself and he, and I'm like well the teachers aren't supposed to give you the questions well they usually do I'm like well you know what you're in eighth grade and they're probably prepping you for high school because I can guarantee you in high school it's not going to happen and he was just beside himself and then of course it turned around to where I know nothing I haven't been in school for a long time so I don't know how they do it
0: no, yes, of course. I love yeah. teenagers. They're the best. Hey, I, I have one more little bit of follow-up before we dig into the show I sure. got, that I, I just want to share. Uh, well, actually, two emails that I have received from listeners. And the first one, I I uh, lamented about my, my pending diet and the struggles that I've had over the last couple of years and weight gain and all that stuff. And I just wasn't feeling good uh, last week. Do you remember this? Do you remember uh, this conversation?
1: Of course I remember. Yes. In well, fact, you inspired me to... To drink more water this week.
0: <laughs> well, good. At a <laughs> minimum. Note, I, I should say that y- you asked for the whole diet, but if I inspired you to drink more water, so be it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't do exactly what you what you are doing, but I am trying, and and, and I do yeah. feel better this week. So that's yeah. really you, good. You you are an inspiration, Pete. Right?
0: Well, it's been uh, it, this the the very low calorie diet is a slog. It's it's tough, but I am over the weekend. Was tough. I was not a very uh, fun person to be around, uh, shaking the sugar and and uh, I was an animal. I was a savage. I'm I, practically eating pillows, uh, but uh, but I got through it, and I'm down. You know, I'm down like 11 pounds this morning, so I'm feeling feeling good. Uh, energy level is stabilized, and at my very lowest this weekend, when I was feeling just awful, I got an email from listener Jill, and I just have to share it because it was really touching. Uh, I can't tell you how many times you and Nikki have encouraged me and lifted me up from occasionally a pit of despair, disorganization, broken diets, exercise routines and general negative thinking your honesty insight and humor continue to be a very important podcast in my week i will carry some of your despair send it telepathically so your load feels lighter you are not alone i am rooting for you and sending positive thoughts kindest regards jill that uh that was about the most moving email i received last week
1: well you you have another one that you just don't even know about really here so this is this is uh coming from a listener Uh, sending good thoughts to Pete as well. Sugar is a tough one, but once you're on the other side, it's so much better. I've been off sugar and honey, maple syrup, everything, even natural ones. But I use, I do use stevia monk fruit Mm -hmm. extract. Monk fruit
0: extract, sure. Yeah. You
1: know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Uh, it took me several tries before it stuck, but each time I learned a little more about myself until I was finally able to kick it for good. Go, Pete. You can do this.
0: Oh, there you go. Oh, see, that is—well, uh, let me just say, it is, is touching, but those are just—those can come off as platitudes. What I really mean to say is those are enormously motivating. Yes. And, yes. and, and we'll talk more about that in, when we get into the meat of the podcast. I have more thoughts, uh, but I just want to say uh, right up front, thank you, uh, because it is motivating. It, it makes me make better decisions uh, as I clear the alien out of my system. So thank you for that. We got another message from Elizabeth, uh, who writes: "says Hey, Pete, Nikki, Pete, I love the show, and this is my second time getting in touch. You already answered my question about getting married and starting a family with ADHD. Yes, we did. I remember that. I remember that. Uh, She wanted to share something that she says may help other listeners. I hate figuring out what to wear to work in the morning. I work in an office, and I used to to frequently be late to work because I couldn't figure out what to wear." I heard about the Day One app on your show, and I have been using it to help me. Whenever I wear an outfit I like, I snap a picture and log it into the Day One app. Now I have about two weeks of images to choose from in the morning, and I know I will feel comf- confident in those outfits. The main challenge with this is remembering to take the photo when I have a new outfit I, I like, because it's not an everyday thing. This also helps me when I go shopping, because I can uh, I can see what I have just by flipping through the Day one app i love love that that is a a wonderful use of day one Uh, check out dayoneapp.com
1: and it's it's actually a great example of a success story too
0: truly yes it is oh Mm -hmm. goodness see we should have saved it
1: that's okay. We can repeat it next week.
0: We will repeat <laughs> it next week. That's the truth. We are, uh, we are doing a success story show next week. Don't forget to send us your success stories however you want to get them to us. You can call us, leave us a vo- voicemail at 503-664-4ADD. Uh, leave your question there. We'll use it on the show. And let us know if you if you want us to use your the actual audio of your voice from your voicemail. Uh, otherwise, we'll just share your question. Uh, you can find us on Twitter or Facebook at take control ADHD, or you can email Nikki directly, uh, Nikki at TakeControlADHD.com. Is that right? Did I catch them all? That is
1: correct. But you know what? I don't think you did your intro.
0: Well, well, that was kind of my intro.
1: That was your intro.
0: That was really it. That was a a poor man's intro today.
1: All right. (laughs) Don't forget. I don't think anyone's going to care. (laughs)
0: Uh, You don't think so? Well, I will. This reminder, five star reviews in Apple podcasts and recommendations in your favorite podcast player like mine, Overcast, helps others discover the show when they need help with their ADHD. So pay it forward. Drop us a kind review. We sure appreciate it. And the reviews that have been coming in are stellar. You people are fantastic. Really, it's just fantastic. So there we go. Let's get started. We're talking about giving up beliefs that hold us back from being happy. Where did this come from?
1: Well, it came from deleting old email. (laughs) That's good. So I was uh, in my inbox and I was looking through what I had saved and I was deleting some things. And I saw this article that says 13 things you need to give up if you want to be successful.
0: Was one of them sugar? Because I'm all over that.
1: Uh No, it was about having a healthy one. Number one was about having a healthy lifestyle. But that's yeah, that's not what I'm going to go into today. <laughs>
0: okay, let's do yours. But
1: I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, wow, who doesn't want to be successful? Like, yeah, I hey. saved this article for a reason.
0: <laughs> that's right. T- t- it's two thumbs and looks like this guy.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I uh, I opened it up and I was like, well, let's see what this is. Let's check this out. And uh, there were a couple of um, limiting beliefs that they hit on that I thought, gosh, this really, you know, relates to anybody, but definitely for people who live with ADHD. And I thought if we could talk about this, have a conversation around it, maybe, you know, it would inspire or motivate some people to kind of think about when this happens to them and how to move more towards a happier life by not believing. these, So we will actually put the article in the show notes so you can read all 13 things to give up. Um, but for today, I want to talk about two, two specific ones. Uh, number four is give up your excuses.
0: Well, that sounds that sound like they're talking to me.
1: Okay. So this is what they say. Successful people know that they are responsible for their life, no matter their starting point, weaknesses, and past failures realizing that you are responsible for what happens next in your life is both frightening and exciting and when you do that becomes the only way you can become successful because excuses limit and prevent us from growing personally and professionally own your life no one else will Mm. now we're done all right podcast is over
0: And scene. What do you think?
1: Well, what I love about this is it's giving your power back. It's empowering Mm -hmm. you. You know, because things happen right in our life and it doesn't always go as we planned. Uh, Good things happen. Bad things happen. But it takes it takes uh, or it gives us our power to uh, decide how we're going to respond to it and what we're going to do with it. And, um, you know, I just think it's a to me, this is a very empowering uh, statement.
0: Yeah, I I think so too. I think you know this is the one that when I when I read this, it made me think about these emails that came in to to help me and support me and in, in giving up my excuses. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and and it it just occurred to me that it, as empowering as it is to take back your life and to feel like you're in control and to recognize, I, I should not say feel like it, it's not a figment. You you really are generally. Uh, in, in You know, unless you're incarcerated or I mean, you know, there are there are things in your life that are you know, contexts in which you may not be 100 percent in control, but largely you are in control of your own choices in your own life. And I, I feel like um, I, I just want to add this piece of be mindful and aware uh, of others around you that are working hard to make those choices for themselves to to remind themselves that they're in control of their lives they're giving up their excuses and acknowledge that it's hard and just like Jill and our other listener who wrote to to me to support my changes this this was hard giving up the excuses of you know that in order to make change and it feels more empowering having that community of people that I've never met uh, who are reaching out of the ether to say you're not actually alone, mm-hmm. uh, you're you're in control of your life, and we support you making that choice and doing it, mm-hmm. uh, and and I think that that was a very so if, you know in the context of ADHD, when somebody reaches out and and says not hey why are you so fidgety, but hey. Do you want to hold my spinner, or do you want to? Is there something I can do to help you? I know how hard this is. I have been there. I have. I I have felt this way. What has worked for me in the past is, uh, you're not alone. Uh, Can can go a long way to help support that.
1: Oh, that's very powerful. Very powerful. And I think that for me, like when I look at, um, because like I said, you inspired me to drink more water. <laughs> and when I think about like my healthy uh, diet and exercise and where I want to go with that, if I can give up the excuses, if I can just say, you know what, I'm making up excuses and I, and I, and, and throw those to the side, then I also feel like I have more um, ownership in it that I get to decide what I'm going to do today, what choices I'm going to make. And if I decide to not exercise or decide that it's a decision I've made for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Um, but I think it's good to get the excuses out of the way, you know, like they're not real. It's not, you know, to say you don't have time isn't true. You do right. have time. You just have to make the time or, you know, I mean for so many different things that, that we could talk about with this, but um, Yeah, and you know, it was interesting because recently I had a client uh, who actually listened to our last podcast about problems, Mm -hmm. and she was the one that actually just read the um, message to you that you can do this. Uh, But one of the things that she said is she said, I hope you make a great day.
0: Oh, I really like that.
1: Yeah, I hope you make a great day. And she followed up with, we really do have the power and choice to do that. Well, first of all, I can't tell you as a coach how proud I am. of this client to be able to say that because it's not always easy to see. Um and it but it's just such wise words to remember. And words I'm gonna always remember, you know, make it a good day. Mm-hmm. Um and design design your life where there is very little regret and um you can look back and think, you know, I was mindful and I did live in the moment and I enjoyed these moments and and made it the best that I could because we all have, you know, things that are gonna go sideways that's just life right absolutely that was number four
0: number four what is number the next number we are doing
1: number five is give up the fixed mindset
0: people with a fixed mindset think their intelligence or talents are simply fixed traits and that talent alone leads to success without hard work they're wrong successful people know this they invest an immense amount of time on a daily basis to develop a growth mindset acquire new knowledge learn new skills and change their perception so that it can benefit their lives remember who you are today it's not who you have to be tomorrow
1: i love that who you are today it's not who you have to be tomorrow um i love that i you know this growth mindset um is a, I guess it's like a theory, right? That Mm -hmm. they are teaching in schools. And my daughter was taught um, about this growth mindset. And so anytime you hear anyone in the family say, I can't do something, she'll be like, yes, you can, growth mindset. Yes, you can. (laughs) I can do hard things. (laughs) And that's what she says. She goes around saying, I can do hard things. So when she says that she can't unload the dishwasher, I'm like, yes, you can. You can do hard things. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she just looks at me, but you know, I love this idea that, um, can't is, isn't an option. You know, y- you're going to look for a different option. And, uh, this is definitely a limiting belief, um, that I want people to, to really shift and not believe anymore. Again, it's giving you more empowerment. It's giving you, um, design rights <laughs> of your life mm-hmm. and what you deserve to have. And, uh, but I also think it, it's not misleading in the sense that a lot of these things do take hard work. You know, it, 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 it's not always an easy path, but gosh, all of those lessons that are learned and all of the accomplishments that you can achieve and, and, um, you know, how you can help other people or whatever it is that your dreams are. I just think it's a great thing. And, um, and I think that we need to be proud of our successes. You know, and and share these things with the world, and and be proud. You did it. You know, you are a story. You are an inspiration that could really help somebody else.
0: Can I can I tell you something that I keep in the back of my head that Mm -hmm. helps me with this? Uh, And and it's it's one of those things that I I learned on the internet, (laughs) and then and then I went to seek out the truth and. I actually prefer what I learned on the internet.
1: Are you saying the internet is not true?
0: <laughs> the internet it was was in fact wrong here, but I prefer what the internet says. <laughs> <laughs> So what the internet says is, and this is, you know, when I think about, about rebuilding myself or changing myself or learning a new thing, you know, uh, it, it, often it starts with like, hey, you know, we we live a long time as humans. And we've talked about this on the show. We can make uh, choices about new careers and new directions anytime we want. A job is a job. We can go back to school. We can learn new things. We can take up new skills anytime we want. Heck, I shaved my beard yesterday. That's right. I shaved <gasps> wow. my beard. Uh, but I bet you this, look
1: like you're 18.
0: I do. I do. <laughs> And my kids want to kiss me again. Anyhow, uh, the, the, the trick is I used to have in my head uh, this meme that was every seven to ten years, every cell in the human body replaces itself. Right. Which means, according to the Internet, uh, you like we are literally new people every 10 years like our cells change we are different than who we were born to be every 10 years and that is that was a fantastic metaphor for me about change and it was something that i was able to keep in my head as as a a, a, a like a lighthouse a beacon that would that would help me understand how I wanted to change in the world, well, it turns out that's not true, and so if you're a <laughs> doctor, you know we, we i get it it's totally not true uh you know fat cells are replaced at a rate of about ten percent per year in adults, heart cells about one percent per year we don't Change. neurons still the same neurons person. in your cerebral <laughs> cortex are never replaced and that's the thing that depresses me right oh. the neurons that you're born with in your brain are never replaced Uh-oh. right so if they die they're gone so yes. but but that even it like it makes the point better right because that means you have to keep them keep your brain firing in order to stay alive and i don't mean breathing i just mean engaged It is all that much more important that you are learning new things, you're trying new things, you're keeping your body, you're making good choices for your body, you're learning little workouts you can do, stand up on your tiptoes over and over again while you're waiting in line, things that you can do to engage every one of your senses all the time will make you feel that much better, live longer and be happier. That's what I think.
1: I love that.
0: I also remember learning time, right? Interstitial time, time between things. Is is time you can engage your brain? Audiobooks, podcasts, whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, engage your brain on downtime. It, the time between time is time. It doesn't all have to be marked as as sitting down or resting or right. turning off or opening Facebook. Um, I I love these these little reminders, these little lessons, and they attach to me that the ADHD time, um, you know, interstitial time is is time to to really sit back and focus on have I. Have I made, put everything that I'm going to need to remember in a list? Can I review the list and see if it triggers anything I've forgotten? Do I have everything I need in the place that I need it? Like, I just have to go through my routines. Um, so that's yet another thing you can do to stay on top of it.
1: You know, that's a really interesting point because I just had a client um, who was struggling with that because she was constantly leaving um, things behind. So, mm-hmm. you know, she was forgetting things for her meetings and stuff and stuff like that and losing important journals and stuff like that. So that might be something we may want to talk about.
0: Let's do it. Yeah. Let's get it on the list. Yeah.
1: Because I think those routines and that's what kind of highlighted when you said that. It was like, oh, it's, it is. It's those routines that you have to really depend on to yeah. those checklists and such. So, yeah, let's – uh Let's Put it on the list. Later. There you go. Mm-hmm. A
0: future show has just been inspired right here. That's right. Live. I love it. Thank you. Every. Oh, you know, we will. I will say, we are taking a break. We are. Right? Can we, should we mention the vacation? We
1: probably should.
0: We should. So not next week. We have one more show coming up next week, and that's our show stories. on success stories, and then we're taking a break. We're taking the month of July off because, you know, uh, what people are not doing in July, generally, according to our stats, is listening to podcasts. Uh And so we too are going to take a break uh, from July. So we'll come back first week of August with a whole slate of new shows. So next week we've got one new show and then don't unsubscribe. We're still around. We're just taking a little snoozer uh, for the month of July. And it's a
1: good time to uh, check out some of the back episodes.
0: That's right. That's right. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Nikki. Thank you. It's been a treasure. Uh, it's been a real uh, real pleasure today. And a treasure. Uh, and a treasure. Pleasure treasure. It's a pleasure Thanks. treasure. <laughs> it's a pleasure treasure. <laughs> that sounds weird. Look how fast that got strange. All right. Uh, We're well, going to leave now. <laughs> we are going to leave now. I'll be having Nikki Kinzer. I'm Pete Wright. We'll catch you next week right here on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.